0: Hey, it's chapter 68 of our podcast. And today, among many other things, we'll tell you all about our very first bricant experience. Uh, stick around to find out what a bricant is.
1: We also have a special announcement to start things off with.
0: This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Okay, so here we are with chapter sixty-eight, and you know, for the most part, for the last year and a half, we have not <laughs> Almost, missed. Yeah, we have not missed a week of this of this podcast. Well, that is all about to change. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're just going to take a little pause. Yeah. to refresh, rejuvenate, and we'll get back to it um, with some other amazing experiences and stories um, in a little while.
0: Yeah, the thing is, uh, we've got a lot of balls in the air right now to be to be honest we have guests coming we have workers on site making all kinds of noise and then we've got a trip planned so it's just just really busy plus you know, just the property here to maintain the property. Like I'm, I am a, full, I am like Parks and Rec. I am a <laughs> one man.
1: You're, you're on a mission. No, we're it's a two person. No, job. no, no, no.
0: I mean, I was just you didn't let me finish. I'm, huh. I'm a one man mowing machine is what I was gonna say. Like I've got a lot of grass to cut. Anyway, the point being, we're just really busy right now, and we don't want to. Uh, lessen the fine quality of our <laughs> podcast that we've established over these eighteen months or so. Yeah. Um, but we do, you know, we still haven't been to Belvez. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, we gave
1: that a, a, a miss <laughs> again, <laughs> this yeah. week. Again, that's twice. Well, we, we've stood up Belvez.
0: Yeah, and and I and I think that that was kind of when we realized, wow, we just don't have time. We we and we want to be able to put in the the right amount of. The, the right amount of quality time for these podcasts. So anyway just uh, we'll we'll mention this again before the end of the podcast, but we're just kind of going into what we'd like to call summer hours here for a bit um, please continue to check the Facebook page or the uh, notifications from your favorite podcast provider for our next episode. but after episode 68 we're gonna take a week or two off and yep, just and, a little and, pause and, and see what happens. hey. I've got news and it just came in. It's on your phone. That's right. While we were actually, honestly, while we were setting up for today's podcast. Okay. Are you ready for the note? Sure. Good morning, Jeff. This is Little Mafalda, who was born yesterday. And yes, your proposal, we're doing comics this year. From Malin... (laughs) <laughs> we have a brand new alpaca. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> scrawny little wet fella, <laughs> and so I will definitely include a picture of Mafalda on our Facebook page for Chapter sixty-eight. <laughs> what beauty! I don't know if you can see. Oh, him. I can't
1: see it too far away. Yeah,
0: he's just a little brown, brown baby. <laughs> And it, it looks like the mom, the same exact color of brown as the mom. Huh. So, uh, yeah, we'll include that on the Facebook page. So congratulations to Danielle and Milan. Yep. Uh, and uh, we, I, I think there are a few more coming. So Yeah,
1: it's a, a true sign of spring.
0: Yeah, yeah. The birth of the alpaca is the true yes. sign of spring. Well, didn't you get nice and snippy the other day? <laughs> yeah.
1: So we've mentioned several times um, that it's <laughs> difficult to get uh, health care providers here. It took us a while to get a general practitioner. We do have one now. Um, but for the last two and a half years, I've been tracking down, trying to track down a dentist that isn't, you know, an hour and a half away. And so uh, there is a practice uh, in, in the, the, the village um, where we live or next to where we live. And I, I've been calling for, I would say, a good oh, year yep. and a half. Yep. And they keep on saying, call back, you're on a waiting list, call and, back, you're on a waiting list. And
0: sometimes they'll say, call back. Friday at 2.30, yes. which is encouraging because it's not just a random just give us a call back.
1: Right. And then you, you call and then I say, so uh, can, can the doctor see us? And the answer is, let me check. And then there's like a, a few minutes, pause. And sure enough, reception would get back to me and it would be, yeah, sorry, we're not we're not able to take you right now. Can you call back on May 15th? And it's like, okay. So, I got I got a little exasperated because that was my fourth call. Right. The fourth time that I'm being turned down and I just I just felt like oh, we're losers. Anyway, I was all prepared to call back on May 15th, but lo and behold...
0: You know what you did? You pulled a Lumby.
1: <laughs> I did. I got a little cranky. <laughs>
0: Good for you. See, sometimes squeaky wheel. No, but
1: I didn't get that cranky. Yeah, I didn't but, get Lumby uh, cranky. I got Julie cranky, which m- might be more effective because the past you know, three calls have been very pleasant. Anyway... You,
0: you mixed... You mixed the squeaky wheel with uh-huh. the uh, honey.
1: Yeah, a little what... bit. So we have we have an appointment. Yeah, they called the the clinic well, called. But and what said... did you
0: say? I want to know what you said because it's funny what you said after the after she said, "Call May 15th, You said,
1: "Do I really have to call a fifth time?"
0: See, there you go. That's that's a little lumbia right there. <laughs> Loving that. And what happened? The next day they called back and yeah. said.
1: Uh, we have an appointment for you and your <laughs> husband. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so that's that's good. Uh, I think we're, <laughs> our, our, we're 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 getting there. Yeah. We're we're getting all of our people in line.
0: Oh, I love it. Well, see, sometimes you just have to uh, say enough is enough. That's all. Yeah. Enough yeah. is enough.
1: So it's good news for us.
0: Sometimes people take advantage of nice people. That's true. I don't get taken advantage of that much.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> but you're, you're making lots of friends here. So. I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> I don't care about that crap.
1: <sighs> anyway, you have been busy and you've got a new mandate, uh, creating another video. Oh,
0: yeah, for this solar project. Yes.
1: So it, it turns out that there is a very unique property th- that is just a few a property's down from us mm. um also overlooking the valley oh
0: and and really the, the, this this solar project will be right in their face
1: yes and so this this particular domain is medieval it, it dates back to the 14th century and it's uh, it's called une maison forte so a strong house or a fortified house mm-hmm. um back in Richard the Lionheart's day um, and so it's it's classified. It's a heritage building. Um, some of the fortification is the ramparts are still there. Yep. Um, and it's it's just a beautiful, stunning property. Um, and so um, with the owner's approval uh, and permission, we went and took some some footage. I
0: gotta say, uh, our boy Jeremy. Jeremy is just jack of all trades. He, he he's not just a little bit good at a lot of things he's really good at many many things uh you know he he builds fences he's a farmer he's a he's a prune farmer he just he has immense knowledge he's a, a charpentier he's a carpenter and uh i found out that he has a drone and i'm and and so um for for this video I asked him if he wouldn't mind coming in and shooting it. Holy cow, this guy could be a Hollywood drone operator.
1: I think so. It, he's got steady hands. Oh. And his, his vision and, you know, just the way he operated that drone was pretty magnificent.
0: Well, there are all kinds of, and you'll see in this video whenever I get it done, there are all kinds of really cool arches through the pigeon air. And, and, and he had no problem whipping this drone through and around the house and through the arches and up over the trees and lots of trees. And and that's a, that's a, the nemesis of drones mm-hmm. uh, are are you know are the trees, but anyway, so Jeremy just you know and he didn't have a lot of time. He's a busy guy in the spring, and so he dropped over for an hour and we just got some terrific shots.
1: Yep, and and we got to meet Serge, yep. who's the caretaker at the property, and and he, he said it's a good thing that you have permission because any drone that flies over gets shot down. Well, as it should. <laughs> as it should yeah who's doing that <laughs> I know I know so rude I think this is a really good position for us yeah. to to work with this classified property um, because you know France is very big on heritage and putting a solar field or so industrial complex in the face of a a, a a heritage building is just, doesn't make sense.
0: Well, and you mentioned Richard the Lionheart. Didn't he have something to do with this specific Maison? Yeah. well, he has Maison lots
1: cro- to do with Aquitaine. I don't know what he had to do with this specific right. property.
0: But here's something else that we learned. There used to be nine of these in uh, our in, region, yes. our area, and now it's down to one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the, you know, people say, oh, wow, all this medieval architecture. Yeah, there is, but there's a lot that's gone Gone away as well because of lack of maintenance or whatever, um, and uh, has fallen uh, to ill repair.
1: Yes, but you know the they the, these owners take excellent oh. care of their property. They're very proud and they make sure that everything is in in good stead, in good repair, whether it's windows, roofs, and when you're a, a, a patrimoine, classé patrimoine, or heritage, you have to do things to very specific. Um, codes so and, standards. That it, and yeah. standards so that it replicates the original. So the, the windows had to be a certain way. Uh, the roof will have to be replaced with a certain tile. Uh, you know, there are lots of rules and regulations when you own that type of a property. But you
0: know what? With that... Should come some damn protection. Some protection, okay, That's, sure. If if you uh, have to adhere to uh, a stringent set of regulations for the reparations and renovations that you make on your property that you own, then there should be some damn protection from things like this solar complex, which is like less than uh, I think it's a kilometer away I, it's and, yeah. and and when it's when it's in a wide open valley it feels like it's right like you could hit it with a rock
1: yeah well i mean and and the beautiful terrace you yes, know, looks just, right over. Just it. looks right over it. There's no denying it. You can't hide it. You can't. You can't plant anything. You can't. There's. There's no way they can. They could do anything to to hide it from sight. So, so I hope that this video and you're you, you're so good at doing the montage and the, the the editing, um, will be something that we'll be able to show to the prefecture and and to the arc uh, the architects and the people that are part of the the heritage association.
0: It was really funny because uh, Olivier and Segaline, they've been pressing me to do this video. And I said, okay, I'll do the video. But, uh, and I looked at, I, I, I was talking to Segaline, but guess who's the narrator of this video? And I looked over at Olivier. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we, 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 we.
1: <laughs> He'll be great, too. He'll no, be great. he will
0: be good. He's got a very gentle, soft voice. And yeah. his, I mean, his vocabulary and his... He's <laughs> off the chart. so uh, that that should work out really well, and they're helping out with the uh, writing of the narrative as well. So, yeah. uh, hopefully, we will have something, and we will post it on our Facebook page whenever we get to it, whenever it gets completed.
1: Yes, as I mentioned, we met Serge for the first time. Yes, he's at least he's a real like. Guy, yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Like,
0: wouldn't want to mess with Serge.
1: no. You wouldn't want to. Nor would you want to mess with his dog.
0: Another serious,
1: serious. Another not s e r i o u s, but Sirius is in the constellation.
0: Like, like Sirius XM.
1: Yeah, and, well, it, it isn't because isn't that the same spelling? Yes, it is. Yeah, because it is uh, the dog star.
0: Right, so it's S I R I U S.
1: A... That's right. Now that's the second Sirius in, in
0: like in many weeks in a, in a month yeah
1: okay so what are other things that the two dogs that we met that were named Sirius have in common?
0: Well, they were intact. Okay, which pisses me off.
1: And again, pardon me. What? 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 Other. Are-
0: were are they both were they both boxer type like uh oh, they were, they're, cane corso they were big dogs yeah. Yeah, they're
1: big dogs one was, I, I mean, do
0: not understand why they don't neuter dogs here anyway um,
1: um, well the other thing that they have in common is that they were both born in 2021 How do you know that <laughs> Excellent question When you have a pedigree dog mm-hmm. There's a letter of the alphabet that the government chooses and just goes down the alphabet. So in 2021, it was S. So anybody who had a pedigree dog in France.
0: You had to name the dog with an S?
1: Or else it confuses the vets and the doctors. So the vets know you've got an S name. You were born in 2021. Now, this doesn't apply huh. to rescue dogs or melanges, right. yeah. but if you're a pedigree, you the, the, your oh. name starts with the letter of the year.
0: Holy cow. So I bet you there's a boatload of uh, Siriuses from 2021 then.
1: L- well, <laughs> I would I would think it was a popular name, especially for big dogs.
0: And, and then is the next year, so 2022, is it T? Yeah. It just goes like... Uh, and oh, this year, it's you me 20 no tw- oh.
1: <laughs> the letter U oh, I see. in 2023 well, that's gonna
0: be a tough one
1: <laughs> but this has been going on since 1926 right. and 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 uh, it's a uh, people take pride in you know naming their dog and, and when I was talking to uh, anne marie our friend actually Jeremy's mom she was talking about naming her little moutons mm-hmm. and she does the same thing okay like the ones that were born last year had T names. I see. So the ones that are born this year will be you names. Holy cow!
0: I had no idea. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Where did you come up with this? Well, I I was just kind of looking at Sirius and trying to figure out like why would why would two dogs be named like
0: such a strange name?
1: And, and with an S and it, and it, it I just stumbled across this, um, and, uh, and 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 now it makes it makes sense. Holy. Now there are some letters that are excluded. Because they're just too, too hard. Yep. X. Z. Nope. No. Nope. Oh yeah. Z is ex- yes. You're right. Z is excluded.
0: Uh, I, you know, I wonder because the French have a tough time with L's. I wonder if L is.
1: Nope. Nope. The letters that are excluded are K. I was going to say K. W. Okay. X, y, N, oh
0: Zed. W. There's a million.
1: Yeah, maybe not so much in French. Oh
0: okay. Waldo. Yeah. There you go.
1: Uh, William.
0: Oh, William. Yeah.
1: hmm Yeah. Anyway, I, I thought that was super yeah. interesting. Very cool. <laughs> and then I stumbled across, okay, the most popular dogs in France. But Which which uh, breed is the most popular in
0: Oh, it's probably one of those France. little yappy thing, uh, like a Pekingese or something.
1: No. It's uh, an Australian Shepherd. What? Yes. Australian Shepherds are the top dog.
0: Well, Pat in, and Janice will be very happy to hear that yeah,
1: in France, yeah. And next in line is the golden retriever, yeah. Then it's the Belgian shepherd. Okay. Then it's the Staffordshire bull terrier. Okay. And German shepherd. Yeah,
0: yeah. German shepherds are uh, popular everywhere, just everywhere. Yep. Yeah. And and it's funny. Our our guy Blue is a Greek shepherd and really has no. Nothing like uh, the the qualities of a German Shepherd. Very different, quite different. I find.
1: Well, he's more like a sheepdog. Yeah. Than a than yeah. a, what you'd think of a typical shepherd. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just I just thought that was really yeah, really cool. Really
0: cool. Uh, so uh, again, we we so. <laughs> You know, this kind of reminds me of uh, on Saturday Night Live. Bill Hader plays this uh, character he plays uh, from uh, Fleetwood Mac, oh, yeah. Lindsey Buckingham, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's on. Uh, Kenan Thompson has a, a little show called "What's Up with That," yeah. and the guy
1: and there are different guests that are being interviewed yeah. every every time the show is on,
0: and they never get to <laughs> they never get to Lindsey Buckingham, yeah. and that is how I'm starting to feel about poor Belvez. <laughs> We've been promoting going to visit Belvez for about three or four weeks now. And again, we we weren't able to get there this week. (laughs) And now we're taking a couple of weeks off. So, uh, but... We really hope to be able to get to Belvez, the Lindsay Buckingham of France.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, That'll happen. for sure. And
0: and again, in that Dordogne area that we've uh, been visiting, it's kind of like our, our new go-to for cool spots. Because it's, it's under 90 minutes from the house, and we it was it, it, every place is, is interesting. And Belvez is, again... One of France's most beautiful villages.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we will get to it. Yes. It's just uh, trying to find the uh, the time to go.
0: Hey, uh, uh, we have two more to add to the, our list of exceptional closings. So,
1: <laughs> oh gosh, uh, on <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> on Tuesday of this week, after May first. So May first was everything was shut down. So wouldn't you think everything would be just wide open, ready for business, ready for commerce on the second? So I go to my French class in Agen, and next to my French class, there is a sportswear place. I needed some new walking shoes. I go over there, exceptionally closed. I just, I took a picture, put it on the Facebook page.
1: Yeah, they just had an extra long weekend. Like
0: I told Veronique, I said, in Canada, for something to be exceptionally closed, somebody's dead. There's somebody dead in in who owns that company and they're dead. It was a, it was a car accident, and the whole staff was wiped out in a bus <laughs> accident. Well, and that's why it's closed.
1: Commerce is different here. <sighs> Holy. I mean, there are the you know we we know we've mentioned this before. You you can't shop in many many stores between twelve and two because they're closed. You can't shop on Sundays. Yes. Um, there are there are you know I I think they are. But
0: guess who never gets my business
1: ever. That sports shop.
0: That sports shop, because I went uh, yesterday uh, locally to uh, Villeneuve-sur-Lot, and I found a sp- and the guy was great. And no, yeah, no He more came home that with uh, two, two pairs of shoes. No more of that. I'm not. You know, I just and I know they're not going to miss me. I get it. <laughs> they probably hate the, the 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 thought of cashing a person out. God, they're so (laughs) anti-commerce here. Oh, my God, we have customers. Oh, wow, that's
1: great. (laughs) Well, my favorite example was on May 1st. So that's when we decided to go to uh, Villarreal. Oh, this is ridiculous. And on May 1st, they have this ginormous brocante and puce. And and we we thought, well, we've never really been to a brocante, and this is a big one, so let's get initiated.
0: Maybe just before we go f- further, could you explain what that is?
1: Une brocante? Yeah. Um, it's uh, where people sell...
0: It's that thing? <laughs> it's that thing where people sell... <laughs> Sorry.
1: Where people... Sell. I'm on a
0: Bill Hader kick.
1: Yeah, yeah. are um, wares, but most oftentimes they're secondhand. Or yeah, but it's, it's, it's also antiques. And stuff. Yeah. So brocante is is kind of high end. It's legitimate brokers who are selling old furniture or older furniture. Because
0: there's another thing here called vide grenier, which is more of the, the like a garage sale.
1: Vide and and it's not it's not seller like official. Right sellers, it's the people who decided that they don't want this lawnmower, so they're bringing it to the...
0: Exactly, whereas a brocante is like, these are licensed antique dealers and they all congregate and they sell their stuff. So we go there.
1: Massive square, right Mm -hmm. in the center of Ville-Réal, which is also (laughs) one of (laughs) (laughs) the plus beau villages in France. And we we park the car, we get to the square, and there there are some merchandise Hundreds of people.
0: Hundreds of people.
1: Hundreds of people. This is. It was, and it wasn't even a nice day.
0: No, it was well attended.
1: Really well attended. And we
0: find something that we like.
1: Yeah, we found a little piece of furniture that we thought would look nice in our in our entree, and um, it. it, We asked if he, you know, took a check, and he much preferred cash, and so
0: we didn't think we had enough. We
1: didn't think we had enough, so we go to the bank.
0: The bank. The,
1: The. Ba- the bank machine.
0: Yeah, but the bank. Like we looked around, it seemed to be the only bank.
1: There's only 1,100 people that live in Villereal, so.
0: So you're thinking, oh, that'll be that'll be a busy day for that that bank bank machine because a lot of people here are coming to buy things. Mm-hmm. So you would think. Mm-hmm. You wow. would think. You would think. Closed bank machine fermé.
1: So you could not withdraw any money from the bank machine.
0: Yeah. And and if I were one if I were those vendors, I'd have been pissed about that. I really would have been because I mean, come on, load it up the day before. If it runs out, it
1: runs out. Yeah, I mean, and if you don't know that vending machines or the bank machines are closed, then you know, you yeah. you're of no use. Now we know better. If we're going to go back, uh, you know, next May 1st, we'll make sure that we've got some cash on us.
0: Well, we, we did cobble together enough did. for this. I did. pulled off my socks and <laughs> took me, some in there. Uh, and and uh, well, wow, we've got a really neat uh, oak. Everything's oak here. Um, and I, I was down on oak uh, in Canada, but it's how they prepare it here, how they color it, how they, you know, what they do with it. It's very nice. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's a really nice piece. It was built in 1908, and which isn't really that old for France no. by Francis standards. No, it's,
1: it's just a kid. But it just fits
0: beautifully in our entrance. So, uh, took a picture of that, and we will include that on our Facebook page.
1: Mm. So, it's Puce and Brocante is what they call it. That's what they have on their their flyers. Puce is um, Marché aux Puce. So the that's, English equivalent is... That's flea, right? Flea market. Flea market. Flea market apparently comes from the French.
0: Of course. <laughs> oh, everything does.
1: <laughs> Marché aux puces, which originated in Paris, where people would sell their secondhand clothing and mm-hmm. their secondhand stuff. And it's it's less official. They're, like, these are just people, not necessarily... Well, okay. If it came from here, why,
0: why do they come without Why do they use that word flea?
1: Oh, <laughs> well, it's because, you know, um, they were selling clothing and mm-hmm. uh, linens, and and it may or may not come with fleas.
0: Really? That's the reason they called it a flea market? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so you've been forewarned. You're <laughs> there, going to be buying some stuff with there, fleas in there it. Could Enjoy. Be
1: actual fleas. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that brings me to the French phrase of the day. Oh, fleas? I kind of tied in a couple of topics. Here we go. All right. Qui couche avec des chiens? Se lève avec des puces?
0: Okay, so the the coat of the dog?
1: Couche is a verb.
0: Oh, so, uh, well, like...
1: couch like, la coucher du soleil couche yeah so qui couche avec des chiens
0: so it's the sleeping couch then yes so many different the uh, okay
1: qui uh, yeah couche avec des chiens se lève
0: who who's, who sleep who, sleeps, yes. who, sleeps, who yes. sleeps with the dog yes
1: se lève
0: uh dreams
1: se lève
0: Leans. <laughs> Arises. Yes. Okay. Uh, um,
1: avec des puces. Uh,
0: oh, if you if you sleep with a dog, you wake up with a flea. yeah
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, <that's, whew. laughs> oh my god! Take a break. <laughs> oh, Leave
0: me alone. I thought I thought for sure it was uh, the the French phrase was when are you going to learn this stupid language you putts. <laughs> oh.
1: uh, so one more time couche avec the chiens, se lève avec des
0: Oh, that's good. If you uh, go to sleep with a dog, you wake up with a... The... See
1: what I did? I, we talked about dogs, we talked about fleas. Yeah,
0: you tied them all together. I did. With your idiot husband.
1: I did.
0: Wow. Well, that was a good French phrase of the day. I like that one. Good. Yeah. But you know what? Who cares if you, if you wake up with fleas? If you get to sleep with a dog. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? Boy, yeah. our dog...
0: Just side note here. Our dogs have been snoring...
1: They, I don't know what it is. They're well, getting a lot of exercise. They're getting I think.
0: a ton of exercise. Yeah. yeah.
1: So
0: they have a very strange. I, I wonder if this. If you're a dog owner, I wonder if this happens with you. They have very strange, uh, sleeping habits. So in the morning, they can't wait to go outside. They are charging around the house. They got to pee. They got to run around and smell everything. And so it's like six thirty, and that's it. They gotta go. So we let them out, and they run around, and then we feed them right away, and then they come in, and they're done. Mm-hmm. Like. And, and they're not done for the day, but, like, Anna is luxuriating from, like, I got to say, 7.30 till 10.30 in the morning. You can't even budge her. Yeah. It's so
1: weird. They just slept all night. I know. I know. But she loves to sleep. She's Her belly's full. Yeah. She's feeling satisfied, so she just lounges.
0: Yeah, she lounges, and then she's up, and then she wants to play later on. But maybe that's it after, after she eats. And, and you... You got your hair blower going in there, oh, yeah. the radio. Sometimes I have
1: my phone on and yeah. like I'm listening to something and she doesn't care.
0: You could step on her head and she wouldn't and you,
1: move. And usually she's upside down.
0: Yeah, upside like down. Like she's
1: her belly up.
0: These dogs, I'm telling you, they're <laughs> so much fun. Uh, before we go, we should just give you a little recap of what happened here on uh, on May 1st. It was fairly ugly i guess in paris right
1: in the big cities paris lyon marseille mm-hmm. uh, bordeaux um you know uh, it, depending on the source uh it it the protesters could have been up to 1.5 million oh yeah of
0: course it, the the unions uh upplayed it and i'm sure the uh the government downplayed it but the union said up to one and a half million in Paris alone?
1: Uh, no, overall, overall.
0: Overall. I see. Okay. And
1: then, you know, other reports were saying 800,000. So it's still a lot of people. Yep. And, you know, the crazy thing is they're taking their pots and their pans and they're clanging them and making uh, noise. And, yes. um, but the, it what, it did get kind of violent. They, they torched a few bikes. and. Uh, I think
0: a, a police officer was burned yeah, by the, a Molotov co- cocktail. It,
1: yeah. Yeah. So that was the big demonstration, again, protesting the, the new law upping retirement age to 64 from 62. Um, and now there's an, another protest that is um, that is looking like it's going to happen on June 6th. And that's two days before this, um, this reform goes to, I think, s- Senate. I'm not 100% uh-huh. sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. And at least there are uh, they're not doing any sort of rotating surprise protest Cause that's, that would just, that would just kill everything. You can actually sort of, because it's over a month away, you can plan around it mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, which is great. They can still make their noise. They can still make their points known, but they're not upsetting everybody. And I think that, that I think unions have learned a little bit over the years from that point of view. Like it's, it, it's okay to protest, and I don't think people mind a, 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 a civil protest, but just try and not inconvenience the, you know, average run-of-the-mill person who has to make it to work, has and to drop kids off at daycare, that businesses. kind of thing. And businesses, you know, like just everybody supports uh, a peaceful protest, Yes, you know. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of good news, and, and I think this will begin to wane because it's law. It's 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 irreversible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the sages said yesterday, <laughs> but the left again wanted to um, be allowed to issue a referendum. Um, so it it's not it's it's not over over because I think there's still so much, um, so many people that are unhappy mm-hmm. with with the way this went down and what this imp- it implies. We'll so. keep
0: you we'll keep you posted on it. Um, They've, they've certainly got to deal with a lot of things. And I think one of the reasons they were doing it this year was uh, because next year is huge for for France and Paris in particular with the Olympics. So mm-hmm. they definitely want to get all this stuff ironed out by then. Uh, as we mentioned off the top, we are going to be taking some breaks throughout the summer here. We have no idea when we're coming back with our next podcast, probably in a couple of weeks. But uh, again, we just encourage you to uh, check our Facebook page and uh, if, if you're like me, you get a notification when our podcast pops up. Uh, I choose iTunes, but uh, I'm sure that uh, your favorite podcast provider will have a notification for our next episode when it pops up.
1: À très bientôt. Oui. Uh,
0: uh, au revoir. There OK. You go. There you go. There you go. <laughs>